Kevin Owens is the new Intercontinental Champion. Charlotte is the new Divas Champion. We got the United States Open Challenges back. Kane's doing what story? He's really going to go with that? This is the yes talk. (sighs) WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's going to be called down the middle, 50-50. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I heard you laugh. I heard you get off on it, brother. In their business life and in their private life. Hello and welcome back to the Yes Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Kaufman, and man, do we have a lot to talk about today. Um, I am coming to you live right here from Studio K in the lovely Kansas City. Um, So, all right, so to start, we got Night of Champions to talk about. We got uh, a bunch of things off Raw to talk about. Uh, We got, it is loaded uh, it's a it's a loaded show uh, as far as awesome things to talk about, and uh, I know everybody's got their opinions. So I'm going to start off tonight with the social media suplex. Um, I just had uh, I had a couple write-ins uh, from some of the Yes Talk fans, um, which I do want to thank you. I want to say thank you to the Kaufman guys and the Kaufman girls uh, for listening. Um, to the Yes Nation, you can check out past shows uh, right here at Trending Topics Network or at iTunes. Please go to iTunes at the Yes Talk. Subscribe, rate, review, listen, download, share with your friends, all the good stuff. Um, so, all right. Uh, starting off uh, we, with Du Kerpolani, um, very funny man uh, from Los Angeles, California, actually. Um uh, he's a stand-up comedian, so if you're out in the L.A. area, check out Du Kripalani. Uh, he says, why do they keep pushing wrestlers despite the fans chanting, you still got it? Let them retire with dignity and health like HBK. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, obviously this is in reference to Sting and uh, him collapsing. I mean, HBK is probably one of he's one of the few who went out at the at a at a time that would make you want more instead of going oh my god really he went out on a high note he's also one of the only people that since they retired they stayed retired like he is really true to that in as much as i want to see him come back i want to see hbk come back but yes sting Looked really bad at the end of WrestleMania. In my opinion, Sting looked really bad, really old. And why he even was went into this uh, match, I, I'm not sure why he was put in the situation. Storyline or, I mean, just age-wise. I mean, Seth Rollins is in his prime. You know, I mean, just to have him go over on the Legends, I guess it helps push him. But, man. So, Sting, uh, he did suffer a neck injury. At Night of Champions, as you know, he collapsed. Um, he ducked a clothesline and just collapsed after being powerbombed into the corner. Uh, his head having a pretty bad whiplash, it looked like. But he checked out. Nothing's broken. Nothing's fractured. It was a neck injury, but uh, he is okay, so to speak, I guess. Uh, nothing major. Um, you know, just collapsing in the middle of the ring kind of stuff. But... He's recovering, um, is is what is, is what they say. He's he's recovering. But why do they keep pushing wrestlers? Uh, probably for the name, right? Despite the fans chanting, you still got it. Like, you still got it means you're old. You know, you haven't done this in a while. Like, they chant it for the Dudleys too. Uh, so, but Dudleys, I, they just they're not in that same boat as far as age and wear and tear. I don't think. Um, but it's for to sell tickets. It's when it when you put Sting in the ring, it's in Undertaker. It's it's to sell tickets. It's because that's what the fans want. You know, I mean, we're not going to see these guys too many more times. Just you know, enjoy it while you can. I guess 
it's because they're going to be gone. Um, all right, uh, moving on. Nathaniel Feliciano says, does the Kane uh, personality split give the fans a better view of Kane versus Rollins for the title compared to last year when no one wanted it? And then he also said, I love the split personality. Kane is my favorite now. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. First off, this is something we did see something similar in TNA a while back with Abyss, but it's not quite that. But at the same time, it's it's just silly. It's silly. All right. At first, I'm like, mm, as long as it doesn't last longer than a pay per view or even another week, like as long as this doesn't draw out. Like at first, I was like, um, when he walked in on Raw, when he walked in and Kane was there, like, hey, I got my job back. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But then when Triple H and Stephanie were like, we have no idea, we had no idea he's here. We don't know anything about it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's a fun tweet. Like, they're you know, but that it's it's silly. Um, the end of it, the end of Raw, man. Which you know, we'll talk about that later. But the end of Raw, when he pull, he comes up through the ring, he pulls him down the the to hell. He pulls him. He Kane pulls Seth Rollins to hell through the ring, and you get the fire and the smoke coming through the ring. It was, it was awesome. It's, I mean, it's something we've seen before. We haven't seen it in a long time, and we'll probably never see it again. Um, maybe this is Kane's last ride. And he's like, I'm going out big. You know, it's I'm pulling out every old trick in the book. But is it but we've seen it is what I'll say. We've seen it. So and you say, does it give the fans a better view on this match that nobody cared about a year ago? I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, OK, I, I could I'll give you that. It is. It does make it fresh. For some reason, it's it is. I'm more interested in it now as of even after Raw than I was after night of champions and i think that's only because of the ring move i'm like all right so what's gonna happen next you know is K is seth rollins gonna be gone is he gone now for a while like is kane gonna release him or is seth rollins just gonna come walking out to the ring on smackdown or on raw next week like nothing ever you know like oh, i escaped i ran from hell he let me go I told him I'd get lunch and I never came back. Uh, like, so what happens? And that's what, what is going to happen now? I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. Hopefully it's fun. Um, maybe they'll just, maybe Seth Rollins will just respect Kane. Now maybe Kane will do something. will have supposedly done something so horrendous that Seth Rollins will from now and forevermore respect Kane and quit giving him his vitamins week after week after week and just making fun of him and poking fun out of him and breaking his ankle and turning on him and all of it. So we will, uh, all right. So let's see. Um, all right. Well, all right. Let's, uh, so let's go to night of champions. Um, what, all right, one thing uh, I do want to say is Night of Champions, and this is mixed with Raw too. And I was, this is one thing I was really looking forward to hearing on Raw, and I we never got to do it. Um, and I guess this is still close to the Kane thing. We never got to hear Seth Rollins gloat on his victory over Sting. Okay, I thought maybe there was a point he would have kept both belts, walked out, talked all his madness. But and then he no he won he lost one belt he lost the United States Championship belt but he still d had a match with John Cena and then had a match with Sting and how perfect of an opportunity for a character like Seth Rollins especially with the character he has right now how much better of an opportunity do you need for somebody to come out and gloat over a victory? Not only did he beat John Cena or not only did he wrestle John Cena and then wrestle sting, he beat sting. And not only did he beat him, he injured him. All right. Whether the injury was real or not, which apparently it was, it's still play on it. Use it. Vince McMahon, WWE, they love playing on stuff like that. Never even mentioned it. Never mentioned Sting. 
Maybe they wanted to wait and see like how bad the injury was before they start started in on like using it to gloat. But it seems like they're just going nowhere near it. It seems like they're not even going to acknowledge the victory. They're not even going to come out and let Seth Rollins say, I beat Sting. They're, they're not even going to have Seth Rollins come out and be like, like he didn't even care about his U.S. Re, US title rematch. He, he was just mad he was in the match. And you... you uh, so why do you have... Uh, why do you have your heavyweight champion putting jobbing for John Cena and the United States title two nights in a row? Two nights in a row. If John Cena was going to defeat him on Raw anyways, then why not let Seth Rollins defeat him at night of champions walk out with both belts and cut that awesome promo and then lose it to Cena. Right. And then lose it to Cena. You have Seth Rollins walk out on raw. I defeated Cena and I defeated Sting. And not only did I defeat them, I beat them back to back back. No break. I didn't take a break. I beat them back to back. And I'm now going to issue the first under my reign United States Open Challenge. Here comes Cena. All right. Then he takes it because he's going to end there anyways Ah, because of Kane. Because of this ridiculous story with Kane, we we missed out on what could have been some potentially really good booking. But I'm not going to say we were going to have that kind of booking anyways because, let's face it, it's... WWE sometimes misses the ball on some things like some really good booking. But that's if I was going to book that, if Monday Night Raw was going to end with John Cena beating Seth Rollins for the United States title, I would have had Seth Rollins win at Night of Champions. I would have had him win. I would have had him beat Sting. And that doesn't make Sting look good. Even walking out to face Seth Rollins, who's laying on his back, what? How does that make Sting look? I mean, okay, not only if he would have won, it would have been, okay, he beat a really hurt, tired Seth Rollins. But he loses, and, okay, he lost to an already beat and hurt Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins just went after, he just had a match with John Cena, and it wasn't a five-minute in and out. It was a good match. He was hurt after the match. And so when Kane or when Sting is walking to the ring, I'm just like, okay, this doesn't really. I'm like, oh, here comes the hero to beat on the battered man. It does, you know, it didn't do it for it. Like, if you want to make one, first off, I'm surprised they sure sold me and made me believe that the United States title match with John Cena was going to be the main event. They had me believe that. Every inch of the way, even the way they worded it, the way they promoted it. I really thought Sting was going to be the open, like uh, the mid mid match, either opening or mid. Um, But no, no, no. The Sting was the main event. I mean, mm, ah, mm. I mean, I like that they didn't split it up. I've I don't think I've seen that before. Anytime you see somebody defend fight two times in a night, there's like uh, an entire they go first or last or middle and last or like three fourths and then a match or two and then last and nah, this was back to back and I can't remember the last time I've seen somebody go back to back like that. and so I think, I mean, that's really cool. And if he would have beat both man, how over would he have been? Except now uh, he's he, and he could have looked so good coming out of Night of Champions. Defeated him, he could have he could have gloated on that forever. Even if he lost the belt the next night on Raw, which he lost to Cena in, for a title anyways, he doesn't he can't gloat. He doesn't have that gloating ability. That it's not the same wor- verbiage that he could have used defeating both of them. So, but it, I mean, all right. So uh, I really Night of Champions started with Kevin Owens versus Ryback. Uh, I was kind of I was like, wow, good. 
This is actually a good start to a pay-per-view. Ryback first one out, and usually it's the champion who comes out last. So when I saw Kevin Owens walking last second, when he came out second for that match, not being champion, something already told me, okay, Kevin Owens is walking out as champion. This is how he's viewed. All right, this is how... The, you take two guys and they're viewed. Hogan always went last, even if he wasn't a champion, because he was viewed as the champion. The red and the yellow, you know. Because he's more over, I guess. But I, Ryback coming out first, maybe it's because they wanted that initial pop. That first, who's going to get a big pop at the beginning of the pay-per-view? And they thought, and they went with Ryback. But then Kevin Owens actually got the bigger pop. So... I, th I think Kevin Owens would have had a bigger pop being the first one out. It was kind of a heel night. You could have gotten away with it. Definitely a heel night. Kevin Owens being the first one out would have set a tone. He would have set the, the, the heel tone because it was a heel night. Charlotte won. Yes. Okay. Um, Charlotte won. Yes. That is. Yes. Okay. Wyatt's won. Um, New Day beat Dudley's. All right. Um and Seth Rollins beat your hero Sting at the very end of the night. So, I mean, essentially, yeah, Cena, but essentially that was, it's, it was kind of a, it was kind of a heel night, you know, with Kevin Owens winning. So Kevin Owens being the first one out would have set that tone immediately, immediately, um, without even, without even waiting till the end to find out who won. Kevin Owens would have set that tone for a heel night. Right up, being the first one out. He also would have gotten a better pop being the first one out. Because he got a better pop being the second one out. But by him being the second one out, I was like, okay, we're going to see a new... We, I, we needed a new champion. Thank God. Thank God they took the belt off of Ryback. I really think Kevin Owens can push this belt. I think he's going to do really good things. And hey, maybe we'll get a new Intercontinental belt. Maybe we'll get a new update. Maybe we'll get an updated, fresh, something new. That would be nice. I, and we there's a couple of them. But they get, let's change the women's. But that's more. The Intercontinental, I think, just could use a, you know, a visual update. Hey, a new title means new merchandise, too, on Shop. It wouldn't hurt them. It wouldn't hurt them. If that thing looked cool, I might buy it. My, uh, my gift list, all I have on there for uh, for the holidays this year is... For my Christmas, is it's I want, I want the the WWE Heavyweight Title, the replica belt, the expensive one. On I want it for my wall, my wall of champions. That NXT belt's pretty sick too, man. That new one, man, that thing looks cool. That thing looks really cool. I might want that too. So if you got the Intercontinental, uh, Intercontinental Title, I'm, update that, make it comparable. Yeah, I I'd, I'd probably want that on my wall. Uh, New Day versus Dudley's. All right. Um, I going into this, I I I said this is what I said going into this match last week. I said they could either have Dudley's lose and push New Day over, or have Dudley's win and put the tag team division over. And halfway through that match, I changed my mind. Uh, I realized uh I was wrong. New Day stole the show. Half I was. Every part of me, this is like, I want Dudleys to win. This was not booked for the Dudleys, okay? They lost the, I mean, Bully Ray, I mean, pretty much, uh, I'm sorry, Bubba, Bubba Dudley <laughs> got, I mean, he jobbed that whole match, and then they get the 3D, and then they win by disqualification because of Xavier Woods, all right? They got called old. They got their ass whipped, and they didn't get the titles, all right? Despite winning and putting them through the tables, that doesn't matter. Winning and putting them through the table at the end doesn't matter, all right? You're the Dudleys. You're going to bust out the table. That's what you're going to do. But what else did you do? You jobbed your ass off. You know what they did? They made New Day, and I, I don't even want to say Dudleys made New Day look good. I know that's what the booking wanted but New Day made New Day look good. I think the trumpet in the corner, that it, it, it got an applause. All right. It's, it's almost, uh, 
it got an applause from the audience, Hugh, and it was different. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. Heel or face, they New Day that was very entertaining last night to the point where halfway through the match, I thought, man, these guys should keep the belts. So, because New Day, I mean, maybe it is New Day is so legitimate and they are becoming so entertaining that they are selling the tag team division, you know? So maybe by Dudley's putting over New Day, they're putting over a bigger picture for the tag team division where, hey, it's not just the guys from the Attitude Era, right? Um, it's, it's today. It's the stars today. And we have some great tag teams in there, some gr great talent. And New Day having the belts, I think, is good right now because essentially they're still being booked as heel. Um, but I think they were more over than the Dudleys at Night of Champions. They got more, they were more, the crowd, I think, was cheering New Day more than the Dudleys. And they're heels. They don't even act like faces. They're definitely not booked as faces. Uh, I want to see Bully Ray. I want to see Bully Ray. That's what I want. I want to see Bubba Dudley as as a strong heel. Oh, man. We could see some versus Kevin Owens. Oh, my God. Oh. Do you know who I am? Oh, please. Please give me that for Christmas. Is it too soon? Look, I really thought that they were going to bring the Dudleys in, keep them really strong for a long time. And, you know, it kind of reminded me of when they brought in um, the New Age Outlaws and then suddenly threw the titles on them. I'm like, okay, that's not – I get it. I, it would have reminded me of that too much. But I think Dudleys are more, they're just more legitimate than the New Age Outlaws right now. They're, these guys are still good to go. And they have time left on them, both of them. They can still go like nobody's business. They are doing so many wonderful things. They're entertaining us. They are winning, but they're also putting over the champions. They're, I don't, are they going to get the title? I mean, I figured if they were going to be around for a long time and had some good contracts, then which I am under, to understand that they do, then I figured they would have put the belts on them immediate. But, hey, what's the rush? Why let them get burnt out? I guess let's watch the Dudleys chase the belts for a little while. They've been out of the WWE, so let's let them. Let's let the fans get behind them on the chase and see what happens. I just fear... That the fans, I don't want the fans to fade out on the Dudleys, and I don't want the Dudleys to get outshined by New Day. And if that happens, it's because of the booking. I mean, or is it? I mean, it's hard to say because New Day, there's, they are heat, but they're just stealing the audience, which is man. I mean, good, good for them. I mean, really, good for them. If Dudleys put over New Day so much where the fans legitimately didn't want to see the Dudley tag team as much as they did. Well, then I'd say the Dudleys did their job, right? If, because I mean, there was, it was still, yeah, New Day was entertained, but man, people have stepped it up since the Dudleys came in. People have stepped it up since the Dudleys have, since the Dudleys came back. It, I'd hate to think it's all over a trombone. I'd really hate to think all of this is over a trombone. All right. So Rusev versus Ziggler. God, who cares? It's so stupid. Like, they have ruined Rusev. Like, Rusev just looks like a weak man who's got no game. He can't keep his women happy. Maybe he's, like, like has sexual, like, dysfunctional behavior. I... <laughs> I mean, maybe it's below average. I mean, why else would he keep losing all his women to Dolph Ziggler? I mean, what a silly story. And Ziggler looks horrible coming out of this. 
the best thing to happen to this story is Lana get injured and pulled away from it, but they don't seem to be ending it. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere. You can't just stick to this story waiting for a mixed tag match, man. You got to cut you got to cut the cord, man. You got to let it go. Cut you cut your losses, accept it. Maybe just let it go. Let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. You WWE, you are not shy of dropping stories for with no just drop it you did it with the bellas you do it all the time just in the middle of a story suddenly hey we're not in a story anymore all right let this please let this be that story uh, so bruce f1 or lost ziggler through uh or, it, i'm it's so worse because it's so bad i'm sorry summer ray through a shoe Try to throw it at a ref, I guess. Hit Rusev and uh, Ziggler, blah, one, match over. All right. Wyatt's, and I called this last week. Uh, uh, all right, Wyatt family versus Amber and Reigns. Special guest, Chris Jericho. Um, and it was silly. It, it, the thought of it, I'm like, yes, Jericho, awesome. How? What a cool night of champions. He's definitely a champion. He's feuded with Wyatt. It's a, and then he gets in the ring, and you have the three giant Wyatt got, and then you have Ambrose and Reigns, both in street attire, one in a vest, and then you have um, Chris Jericho and like his spandex underwear and his light up jacket like one of these things is not like the other <laughs> uh and i just like man mate he could have he could have come out in jeans right like i i'm i'm a traditional guy i get it i like to see um i like to see uh like one thing <sighs> One thing I didn't like about Cena for a long time is that he was always wrestling in um, jean shorts, right? I, I like to see fun attire. I like to see people take pride in their in their gear. Rey Mysterio always had new gear, like his WrestleManias and SummerSlam. They were all just awesome, just took a lot of pride in what he would go to the ring in, you know? Um, but at this point, I go, Jericho, look around you, man. Look around you. Wyatt's went over. They beat Zig. Uh, they they pinned uh, Jericho. Then they had the little scuffle after the match, and Jericho just kind of shoulder bumped Ambrose and Reigns. Like, screw you both. I'm out of here. And um, yeah, that's that's the match. It was good. Good fight. It's a good fight. The this Wyatt, and I'm going to talk about this more when we get into Raw, because I mean, let's, man, it deserves it. Um, but man, these guys are putting on some good fights. Not even wrestling matches right now. They are just creating this energy of like people are going to fight, like, and they are they're selling it. They're selling it well. All right, and, and we're going to get to it again. We'll get to to more of the Wyatt and uh, Ambrose Reigns at the Rari Cappuccino. Charlotte versus Nikki Bella. Uh, hashtag John Sheena. John Sheena. John. Good night. For John Cena, bad night for hashtag John Sheena versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, can we call her Charlotte Flair? Can we just put the fl woo? Can we just put the woo the sh the Flair back in Charlotte? Come, let's do that. Can we do that? All right. Even Ric Flair on Raw announced her as Charlotte. Like, dude, no Flair, Charlotte Flair, Flair. She, even she says, we're going to do it with flair. Like, why why can't you have a last name? Why can't Charlotte Flair use her, her last name? Randy Orton isn't Randy. Please welcome Randy. Like, what? That's silly. Why, why is he going by Randy? That's weird. That's weird. Uh, all right, so uh, Charlotte, congratulations! Uh, six days, six days late, but whatever, whatever. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to get into the Bellatron. To, all right, it's it. You congratulations to Charlotte, and I really hope we see some good change uh, as we have already in the uh, female lineup on the main roster. All right, let's. Maybe we're gonna change that belt. I would love to see the women's belt. Um, a new one 
They're calling it the butterfly belt now. It wouldn't be a, yeah. Wouldn't do I mean Paige? We'll, all right, we'll wait. We'll wait. All right, Seth Rollins versus Cena. Uh, and um, Charlotte, I did predict Charlotte, by the way. I, I, so I did predict Charlotte. Um, I didn't predict, I didn't pick anybody for Rusev and Ziggler because I didn't care. I just didn't predict anybody. So I had a pretty close night, um, actually. Um, I did pick Kevin Owens. I, uh, I did pick New Day, but uh, I didn't care about that. I think I said, uh, I think I actually gave the Ambrose Reigns and special guest to the special guest. I was like, hey, they'll put over the special guest. But so they lost. I picked Charlotte. Um, I was on the fence with Rollins and Cena. And I did pick Seth Rollins over Sting. I did. I was like, there's no way. I mean, I gave a scenario of what would happen if Sting would have won, but I didn't predict him winning. I didn't see that go a fifth. I just didn't see it. So, so not only did Seth Rollins have his full match with Cena, he went on and we talked about it. So, uh, Seth Rollins going over Sting, um, which man, it wasn't a bad show. It was not a bad show. You had Kevin Owens winning the Intercontinental Title, which, man, not even Kevin Owens can put over Ryback. I mean, the match was poor, and that's because of. I mean, come on, we've seen what Kevin Owens can do in the ring with good wrestlers, with guys who can really go. We've seen what he can do in the ring, and it's just, it's hard to bring. It's hard to make somebody look good if they can't make themselves look. You know, and it's so. I mean, he he embarrasses him on promos, and he just and Ryback does just he just scuffs up that shiny thing that shiny thing that you know it's like hail damage on a shiny new car, kind of a that's really strong and fast. Anyway, so um, all right, so all right, let's uh, we go back to our social media suplex here. Actually, I'm going to Twitter right now uh, with Phil the Lone Wolf at Phil White seventy five. Phil um, says um, he says oh we, oh we got two birthdays today. Uh, we got Matt Hardy is uh, uh, Matt oh wait uh, Matt Hardy's forty one. Uh, on tomorrow, on the twenty third this week. Oh, this week. Sorry. All right. This week we got two birthdays in the wrestling world. Matt Hardy's turning forty one, and Stephanie McMahon Levesqua will be turning thirty nine years old. She a very tall thirty nine in high heels, tall in high heels. Um, so that's cool to them. Um, yeah, all right, so, good, thanks for that, happy birthday to Matt Hardy and Stephanie McMahon, all right, so let's go to the Raw Recappuccino, uh, that's right, uh, the Raw Recappuccino, I, uh, take, uh, the m most steaming, bubbling, caffeinated parts of Monday Night Raw, and I put them inside of the Raw Recappuccino, um, all right. And so I held off on a little bit from above because we're going to get into some stuff here, too. Um, Raw started with, and I talked to Wyatt, with an amazing brawl fight. Just They even said fight. We don't even need a ref. Let's just have a fight with Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and then the rest of the Wyatt family. Then Ambrose came out, and it was just this wonderful brawl just who nothing there was no end there was no way for it to end because there wasn't a, a, a belt there nobody could pin anybody and then randy orton came out to save the day randy orton back because they put him out a couple weeks ago which uh, okay but now it's the chris jericho thing where you got another guy standing there in his underwear in the middle of a street fight all right Look at the Wyatts. Look at the... I'm not just but for this. The Wyatt family, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, have created such an energy. It's that when you're looking at them about to go, you're not... It doesn't feel like professional wrestling. It feels like a fight. It feels like this feeling. It's this feeling that you ha I haven't gotten in a long time. Inside the ring of, of professional wrestling world. All right. And they have brought it wonderfully. To, and it's they continue to every week. 
it's there. And so when so when you have the guy standing there being true to tradition, which is great, which is and true to his character, but that's not what this story is. Now, if they would take somebody like uh, bring Baron Corbin up from NXT, right? He's got a look that if he joined Ambrose and Rollins, I'm sorry, Ambrose and Reigns, uh, I should really say Reigns and Ambrose because this is really still Roman Reigns' story. The why he tried to end, he's like, hey, this is he went to Wyatt. This is between you and me. And Wyatt's like, what makes you think we're done with you? Like we're gonna let you off that easy? They're just gonna keep torturing him. And even though Roman Reigns goes out there by himself, hey, it says, hey, this is between you and me. The Wyatts aren't going to let it just be that one-on-one. And Ram- Roman Reigns is going to continue to get uh, to get help. Ram, Ram, Rambos, Roman Reigns, DNM Rambos. I'm your worst nightmare. I'm Rambos. <laughs> All right, so. I'm Rambo. Ew. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Enough of that. So I don't know. I mean, Randy or I just what do you guys think? You guys are you guys happy about Randy Orton in this story with the Wyatt family? With Dean Ambrose, with Roman Reigns? Is Randy Orton a good fit? To go all the way with this story? Or is Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns just going to keep getting a new partner? They need somebody official. Just put the shield. It doesn't. Seth Rollins doesn't have to be there for it to be called the shield. All right. I mean, bands replace drummers all the time. Or bass players. Or, hey. They even replace lead singers. Alice in Chains is still outgoing. The Doors have tried to do it. That's not really a good example. Okay, don't use either one of those two as an example. Uh, But this is, you you know, you guys are good. You guys are good. Um, Find a third Shield member. Find a third Shield member. I thought, yeah, find a third. Could Wyatt's go after seth rollins right like hey we're going after the title but they're still not wrapped up with ambrose and reigns and then so ambrose and reigns come out to take off the shield but at the same time they have to like fight with seth rollins that would have to be after this randy orton storyline so maybe the wyatts defeat seth uh maybe the wyatts defeat Roman Reigns, Ambrose, and Orton, again, defeating Reigns. They'll pin Orton, still leaving Ambrose and Reigns strong in this fight. Like, man, we just need to find that right partner who can go to the end, who can fight to the end with you guys. Um, and then so Wyatt's defeat them again. So they're like, okay, we keep winning. We're going to want to get the heavyweight title. Now we know that we want the title. They show up on Seth Rollins after the Kane. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess that would be a good build. I mean, Kane is a dark character. This is a creepy story. It's fun. The fire, the ring, the hell. the It's fun. So I think Wyatt's could, I, you know, maybe it's de- it's helping desensitize that line of creepiness around the heavyweight title. Maybe just having Seth Rollins in a feud with Kane could help open a door for a comfortable fit to have Bray Wyatt walk through to be close, to bring that kind of vibe and energy uh, to the heavyweight title. Man, I could, that'd be great. Wouldn't it? Bray Wyatt hasn't really had gold, you know, he hasn't had. So, I mean, if he's going to then, then why not have it be, uh, you know, you know, the heavyweight's belt. So, hmm. all right, moving on. Um, right back uh, versus Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas cracked me up at the beginning of this match. All right, who he lost immediately, uh, and I don't know why they just keep doing this to Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas has more charisma, better mic skills, and is probably a better wrestler than everybody he's jobbing to. 
not everybody, but he's at least equal. I know he had what he could have had a, an amazing feud with uh, with Adrian Neville, the hashtag new level of Neville over here. The man that gravity forgot Bo Dallas could have had a great feud with them, except it was just like Neville, Neville, Neville done. That's I mean, okay, why even why? Why even do that? Like Bo Dallas is great on the mic. So he came out and he said to Ryback before the match, he said, you lost to and Kevin Owens was at ringside doing the commentating. Right. And, and, and Bo Dallas tells Ryback, he's like, you lost because you're not as good. You're not as good as Kevin Owens, and you will never be as good as Kevin Owens. And Ryback got, I it, it looked real to me. Like, Ryback looked legitimately upset. If you And the match ended quick, and then Kevin Owens came in and attacked, then Ryback, Ryback turned it around, tried to give him his finishing, and Kevin Owens burned out of there quick. But, man, I hope they end that quick and let Kevin Owens move on. All right, we saw. All right, there's going to be a rematch. Okay, he gets a rematch. Why couldn't we have just had that last night? Why do we have to carry this story out? You know, okay, hey, good. Thanks for holding this for a minute, Ryback. Thanks for the opportunity. It's not quite what we were looking for. We're just going to move on for now. Hey, but for now, I guess, I mean, it's got to go on for another. This next pay-per-view, I, we'll see what happens. So, I mean, it, what, it looks like we're going to have another Kevin Owens versus Ryback, probably, which is not a great match. Kevin Owens is great, but Kevin Owens-Ryback is just not a great match. And we're, it looks like we're going to have uh, we're gonna have Seth Rollins versus Kane at the next pay-per-view. So, All right, then we had Charlotte and Paige. The fallout, the fallout, like that happened immediately. And you could see it sinking last night. You could see it last night after Charlotte won. She never hugged Paige. Never Paige never really smiled. Um, she, I mean, Charlotte hugged Becky. She hugged her dad. She hugged Becky again. She hugged her dad again. She hugged her dad again. She probably hugged the referee. I think she hugged 16 kids in the front row. Never once did she hug Paige. Not in the ring. It was a big celebration. Never happened. And there was these weird looks. Like I was like, okay, something's going to happen. And it did immediately. They wasted no time. As soon as Charlotte got that belt, Paige was like, all right, we're through because that shit's mine. Pardon my language. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Paige tells Charlotte, she says, there is no revolution. You are just a placeholder. There is no revolution. This is, you know, so Paige going off on her own. Uh, I like it. It looked like she was kind of starting to like bond with uh, with uh, Natalia, with Natty, Natty Nightheart. Uh, after after she went off and after she tore the Divas division apart, it was a great little pipe bomb. It was. I mean, it, I don't know if it was a real. I won't. It's not a pipe. A page bomb. It was what I uh, the page bomb. But I don't even know if it really was, because I mean, what did she really? I mean, oh. She insulted Charlotte, and I don't, I don't know how much like hard truth is was behind a lot of what she said. I mean, there was a little bit, all right. But what did she really do? She called, she called Bria hippie. She commented on the fact that Natalia what hadn't been there in a while uh, when she's been at home with her husband, who's been Tyson Kidd, who's been nursing his neck. Um, and then she ended up being there that night. So it's, that could have been better off not having Natalia brought into that. Cause she hasn't been a part of that revolution one, but that's what Paige was saying. It's like, she hasn't even been here, but why even get, bring her into that? She, Cause she hasn't been there. Um, so, I mean, she called Bria hippie and just a low jab at Charlotte. I wasn't like an, Oh my God, I can't believe she just said all this. Because if she, uh, the pipe bomb would have been best for like maybe three months ago, four months ago, five months when she was trying to. She tried. She tried to have a couple prom, but it just never too, you know, like this isn't the right time. It really wasn't a pipe bomb. It's to me, it's just um, evolving. It's it's a good story. It's evolving. It's fun. Um, 
you know, put the ladies in some fun stories. So, and I, I can see it. Paige is a good heel, you know, um, she's going to be a good heel. Um, she might even still take a lot of her fans with her. Um, so it's good though, because I think it's going to say, okay, maybe we're not going to have all of these little three women factions forever. Becky Lynch seems like she's going to be, um, like she's going to be that right hand, the right hand lady for Charlotte all the way through this championship run. Like she's like, I feel Becky's has just kind of accepted the fact like, okay, Charlotte's going to have the belt. I'm just going to be here. Um, maybe they'll get a tag team of ladies tag team belt. And maybe she'll go win that with like, uh, Bailey or, you know, Sasha Banks or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, I feel like we will see the four horse women, the, uh, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Bailey, um, who they say that is your four horse women. Even after the uh, NXT Brooklyn, they all got in the ring together after the Bailey Sasha match, and they all, you know, they all came out and hugged, and they did the four finger discount thing, and like we're the four horse. So I mean, that's probably going to happen sometime in the future. But I mean, you just have to make sure that there's enough strong uh, talent. Um, to do it against you know because you're going to take four women and you need everybody else kind of as singles you don't want to have the four horse women in the midst i don't think of a lot of factions i think that would kind of you know i mean you'll always have the bellas and you know friend but you let them ride high above this fallen you know like hey we will conquer all of you yep individually or together so I mean, that's going to be the build. And then Charlotte, hey, she had to pull it together and wrestle Brie, and she did it. So uh, Sheamus versus Mark Henry. I don't know. I fast-forwarded it, and I saw the very end where Sheamus is like, I'm in the running for the – I'm the next WWE. It was a cool last, like, five-second promo uh, before he went backstage with his briefcase after he beat Mark Henry. So that was good. Uh, New Day and Rusev versus Dolph Ziggler and the Dudleys. Um and the the new day and Rusev won once again. Once again, I mean, okay, so Rusev gets over on Dolph this time, but and the new day still getting over on the Dudleys. That's two nights in a row. I was like, okay, if the belts aren't on the line, let's let the Dudleys will probably win and then get a little, they'll get a little uh, retribution for not getting the belts last night. No, 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 no. And then uh, Natalia versus Naomi. Uh, Naomi won. Um, Still using that little butt-to-face finisher. Like, it, it really, with all the incredible moves and, like, submission holds and great wrestling in the women's division right now, we're still using the old butt-to-face finisher. Like, that is that really believable? I mean, come on. You're, you're with, you're, like, walking with Sasha Banks, and you're just still using that you haven't, I mean, maybe if you could wrap your butt cheeks around their whole head and then had, like, a, uh, you know, like suffocated, made him tap out like a chokehold. Maybe if your butt could put him in a chokehold, I'd say use the butt. Otherwise, it's silly. It's like a midair key. I don't even I mean, OK, I know. I know you got a big butt. We all know you got a big butt. All right. You got a big butt, Naomi. But but with one T. You had a big butt, comma, B-U-T. It's a silly finisher. Silly. All right. Um, all right, Cesaro. Why do we have Cesaro selling for Big Show again? Again, just to push him for October 3rd, where Big Show is going to be uh, going against Brock Lesnar? All right, there is a lot to be said about this. This is, all right, this is the second time it happened on SmackDown. Cesaro jobbed for Big Show. He did it again on Raw. Big Show's screaming, I'm a giant, like having to remind people that he is the giant. Um, it's, uh, and it's not believable, okay? Big Show versus Brock Lesnar is not believable. I don't believe it, okay? That's, I'll say, I don't 
believe it. Um, I'm sorry. I don't. It's I don't believe big big show has been misused for so long. You can't just suddenly tell me that he is a, an appropriate opponent for Brock Lesnar. You can't. It doesn't work. Cesaro, on the other hand, the other guy on the other side of that match, you wouldn't have had to push him at all because he's already over. He's already over. We know how strong he is. We know how good of a wrestler he is. Could you imagine Cesaro putting Lesnar in the Cesaro swing? That place would go nuts. It would go nuts. Instead, we got Big Show standing in the middle of the ring like, I, I'm, I ain't going to, to Suplex City. All right, look at me. It just ain't happening. Okay, well, then he's going to punch you in the face and all over your body. He's going to tackle you. He's going to elbow you. He's going to make you bleed. He's going to choke you out. He's going to make you tap out. He's going to make you cry because he's Brock Lesnar and you are the Big Show. And that is how he's been sold for way too long. Big Show got misused for too long. Too long. Right? The best we've seen the Big Show, the most believable he's been to me for a short period of time was a few years back during Mark Henry's Hall of Pain heavyweight title run. When those two were going at it, that was awesome. That was a great push for Mark Henry. Big Show looked great. But now, these uh, nothing you can do or say is going to make me believe Big Show should be in the ring with Brock Lesnar. I don't care how tall he is. I don't care how big he is. It's the way you've presented him. It's the way you've made him look for so long. It's the amount of jobbing he does week after week after year after year. And the crying and the begging and the diapers and the kids movie. I can live with the kids movies. I like him in kids movies. I think he's fun and I've, I, I think he's okay in movies. I don't, but this, this is not, and then all of a sudden, oh man, he's a giant. He's a giant. I mean, at least Kofi Kingston had some form of believability uh, because he had the other the other two guys from the New Day with him. Even though the match lasted as long as I thought it would, less than five minutes, they all got thrown. It was suplex, but that's what people want. I don't know. I mean, big shows. Could you imagine Cesaro versus Brock Lesnar, though? Could you imagine that promoted? For Madison Square Garden. Let Cesaro. It's okay. Cesaro can lose that. Kofi lost. They're still the tag team champions. You know. Nobody thinks any less of them. But Cesaro could go out there. I mean Big Show. How long was that match with Cesaro? Five minutes. On Raw. I mean just long enough. To have a match. And then promote. The Madison Square Garden on the third. Did you see how worn and how heavy he was breathing and how sweaty he was after I mean yeah okay he's a huge guy but that was a five minute match all right Brock now with Cesaro try having that with Lesnar this this match is probably going to be quick I'll be honest it's going to be quick there it's gonna it's not gonna be what everybody wants it to be well, I mean, maybe it is. If you want to see Brock Lesnar come out and beat up the big show, then that's what it's going to be. It's not going to be any different than Kofi. Except instead of having three guys, you're going to have one guy who's the size of three guys. And he's still going to suplex City. He is he might break his neck on the on the on the drive through, you know. He I mean, that's a lot of weight to come down on the back of your head, man. Big Show's a big guy to land on the back of his head. I mean, he shouldn't take bumps like that. He shouldn't. He's a no way should Big Show take these kind of bumps from Brock Lesnar. He is he's past his prime. He's not very he's you know, he's he's not young. He's he's got some age on him. <coughs> he's got some wear on him. 
He's got bad knees. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know how bad his neck is. I mean, how often does he land? But I don't think he should. He's too old. I mean, and just too big, quite frankly. I say he's just too big to take bump after bump from a belly-to-back suplex being tossed by Brock Lesnar. And let's face it, Brock Lesnar probably could come in and toss him for many belly-to-back suplexes. If it doesn't happen the first time, it's going to happen the second. If it doesn't happen the second, it's going to happen the third. And after it happens the third, it's going to happen the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth time he tries it. Ten. I'm saying ten. We're going to see ten, ten belly-to-backs. From Brock Lesnar to Big Show. Maybe we'll see a couple from the Big Show up front, but once it gets started, it's not going to stop. He might even get him with a little knockout punch there, but it's not going to knock him out. You know, it'll be close. It'll be close, maybe. Maybe we'll have an, oh, my God, and then a kick out, and then, and like, six more belly-to-back suplexes. Uh, uh, I'd... This would be a lot different. It'd be a lot easier. I mean, Big Show, I guess, can cut a promo, but, man, you could have Cesaro versus Lesnar. Same same match. Cesaro versus Big Show, building up to it. Let him face the, the jobbing giant. The the job giant. Uh, and, and, and it's just believable. You don't have to remind people of anything. You don't have – Big Show wouldn't have to come out and remind people that he's a giant – and remind people that he beat him like 13 years ago. That's what he said. I remember 13 years ago when I was cool and then uh, I I beat him 13 years ago when I could re- move when I was able to move. I don't think that does much for anybody in, involved with the match. I don't. I just. I I don't know. I, it's just me. All right. Uh, Yeah, but to have Cesaro jobbing to Big Show, it's just sad. I mean, this guy, Cesaro's doing a good job putting a lot of people over. He does. He puts a lot of people over. He's good. He's good in the ring. Um, All right, and then, all right, so, and then Cena versus Rollins. Um, Again, we talked about this. Cena won, um, retained the belt. and then Kane popped up through the ring and pulled him to help. We talked about all this. We talked about it. We talked about it. So moving forward for Cena, um, I mean, we're probably going to see some open challenges. Is there really anybody established to come up for that U.S. title? Um, I mean, Kevin Owens, no, to be like, hey, I got my own. Let's do one more. He doesn't need to be anywhere near that. He doesn't. Um, Here's something I wanted to throw out. Everybody talks about Cena, and this is pretty close to the end here. So so everybody talks about Cena, uh, how he he should change heel. He should go heel. Um, And I have an amazing way of how John Cena could turn heel. All right. Are you ready? This is it. If Cena was going to turn heel at this point of his career, this is how he should do it. Because everybody knows, I mean, I think most people have at least seen the Total Divas and they know how he is. And they know how he is with, uh, with Nikki. You know, they just wear nice clothes and they eat expensive food and they always drink wine and they ride in the back of limousines. And John says ridiculous things and has ridiculous life views and wears obnoxious rich people shirts. And Nikki lives at his house. And so I think for Cena to turn heel, he could just come out with Nikki and let them be themselves. Right? I mean, you have a uh, Rusev and Summer Rae that you can utilize while Lana's gone. You could take Dolph out of that story, you know. Uh, but so you could have them come out, John Cena, Nikki Bella, as a unit, as a pair, as a couple, walking hand in hand, arm in arm. Drinking their wine, wearing expensive clothes, and she's in evening gowns, and he's in suits, and like ridiculous, and just his 
he's in he's in his full mode and it, it, it let him change the music a little bit let him just be himself if you want cena to be a heel let him be himself i'm not saying that this isn't all him this little the whole fruity pebble and all the the bright colors and baseball hats and jean short but he's not wearing that outside of the ring he's not wearing that off camera not by any means not by any means of the word so take let john cena just be real like just be himself the essentially the i mean don't take this the wrong way but cena would have to be a little bit like rick flair of the old the the high high styling profiling limousine riding Woo! Uh, with his fancy drinks and his beautiful woman and her fake boobs and his money, just money. Let him flaunt, you know, not like a million, but he wouldn't hold cash, but he would look like money. That's a, it would be a beautiful turn. Uh, I've, I racked my brain trying to think about what he would wear to the ring because he couldn't continue to wear jean shorts and i can't i'll be honest i let myself down because i couldn't think of what he could i mean maybe like the short tights kind of close to what he started in maybe um i don't i really don't know i don't i mean maybe like the traditional shorts or I just, I don't, I don't, I think for an aging John Cena at this point, if he's going to do anything, I mean, you know, keep it fresh, change, give it a shot. Hey, and if it, if it doesn't work in like six months, a year, year and a half, whatever, uh, just have him leave Nikki because she's a realizing how stuck up she is. And boom, you're, you know, oh, you left the evil bitch and, you know, you're the good guy again. It's that easy. It's that easy. Run it. I know they've wanted to see what would happen. Just run it. Run it. Have him join Nikki. Come out. Arm in arm. Champagne. Snobby. Snooty. Maybe laughing with uh, or trying to, like, ass kiss but you know kiss up to triple h and stephanie maybe that would be the match man you'd start that story now maybe start that around survivor series come summer if you don't have ronda you could you could have maybe that would be a fun summer slam match right maybe that'd be a fun summer slam match like for the mixed tag john cena nikki bella versus stephanie and Triple H, I mean Nikki, and you know that could that could be that could be a fun match. That could be a and Triple H and Stephanie would be the faces in that. They would be the faces in that, which they kind of teeter totter right now anyway. So they could go back and forth. Um, all right, enough of that. Enough of the nonsense. Um, yeah. So October third, it's a Saturday, Madison Square Garden. Um, I guess I haven't looked too much into this, but it is, uh, it's going to be a network special, which is great. I, these things are wonderful. That's exactly what they should be doing. Uh, just to have these occasional, uh, specials on the network, these house shows, it's exactly what they should be doing. Um, it's, it's exactly what they should be doing. Um, it, it is. And, it's it's just fun because they don't they're just how they're offshoots they're not really gonna i mean although the house show in tokyo we saw had the nxt title change you know i mean that was pretty that was pretty big that was pretty big um i'm trying to see if there's any WWE network has plus the following controversial ending to the tag team title match at night of champions the dullies have been granted a championship rematch Against the New Day at Madison, Madison Square Garden. Oh, okay. All right. So we're going to see a tag team title match there take place. All right. Another big title match. Maybe. Maybe we'll see the uh, 
okay. So maybe we'll see the belts change place here again. But as we've seen, belts can change hands on these network specials, on these house shows. That's it's it, they've shown it. They showed it with it happened with Kevin Owens and uh, Balor, Finn Balor. So this is no different. So we're gonna see Big Brock Lesnar and Big Show is confirmed, and then um, the Dudleys and the New Days uh, for the rematch. So. Uh, all right, Mass live uh, from Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden, October third, eight p.m. Eastern, Eastern, seven Central, five Pacific. Only on the WWE Network. Okay. All right. Um. Well, I do believe that I do believe I jubilee that that is, uh, the yes talk for this week i want to thank you guys uh for listening i want to thank you for still listening uh man share with your friends again please subscribe uh rate review i'd love to see your reviews on itunes just at the yes talk um and again thank you uh, rock out with your talk out i'll talk to you later and don't miss uh we got the live cast uh you can just get on twitter at the yes talk tweet at me let me hear you at the Yes Talk on Twitter. And so join me on Twitter to get your links and everything for uh, the for a, a live cast on Thursdays, Thursday nights. This week I'll be joined by Wilmer Montez um, all the way out from uh, Los Angeles, California, um, a former uh, or a member of the Knox Pro um, community over there. Uh, so uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, he's, uh, Thursday. Otherwise, I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Peace. Yeah.